0: Fill out the form. Come straight to us. You can also leave us a voice message if you want to leave your thoughts on audio, and it may be played on the air. Who knows? Let's go ahead and get into our topic for today. It occurred to me that I have not as of yet given my thoughts, and I'm not going to say thoughts and prayers because I don't do that, but my thoughts and well wishes and Positive messaging to those that were affected by the winter storm we had here in the United States. And if you're not in the United States, um, the winter storm was a little bit unusual. We got record levels of snow in many places, especially in like Oregon. They had record rains and snow. There was a lot of weird, uh, tumultuous things. And then apparently we're going to have a little bit more in the coming weeks that's kind of trending through. Certain areas are going to be somewhat seasonally warmer. I don't think that's nearly as bad, except that it tends to increase flood risk in places. And then some places are going to be more seasonably colder. So uh, places like Wyoming. Now, I can speak from experience here. Wyoming gets frigid cold. It gets cold. And then Utah, there's a part in Utah. It's, so, it's a city. It's called Snowville. I drove through it. Nothing. There's like no gas station for like 10 miles. It's nuts. So <laughs> if you don't prepare, you can get stranded. They seem to do a good job plowing the roads, but then there's nothing for the eye can see when it's really snowing, it's just snow. You, just, you don't see houses, you don't see buildings, you don't see anything. So you're coming off of mountains, hit flat, and then just nothing out there for a while. So I see it's, it's right in the center of that. Pretty much uh, Idaho is extremely covered. And then parts of western Washington, or excuse me, eastern Washington rather, eastern Oregon, and then northern Nevada. And then down here, so I'm in southern Nevada, what we've got is really high winds that keep happening. It's frigid cold. Like right now, it's on the slightly chilly side, not as bad as it was. And then we get, uh, because that's the Washoe parts, and then we get rains. So we've had rains for the past couple days. We had ice the other day. It just seems to not make any sense. And just to put it in perspective, I live in a desert. And I had to let my lawn die, not my lawn, but this property's lawn die because... We went through a heat wave last year and I wasn't about to. So what happens just to tell the story. This property has an irrigation system that's crap. Whoever installed it didn't know what they were doing, but because I don't own the property, I wasn't going to spend, cause it, that costs like over $1,500 to do an irrigation system. So I wasn't going to do that for property. It wasn't mine. So, and then the grass wasn't like, it was hard to keep it growing because you have to water it to a pretty good degree. And I know this, I've got photos of how to really take care of a lawn from my house in Washington. So I wasn't going to spend the money for a property, not mine. So I let it go and the, everything's dead. The whole, there's no grass growth at all. Backyard's a nightmare. I just let it go, whatever it is. And then we had to, the bushes and the Paul Blart mall cops, HOA cops out here got on my case and I just paid $400 to have the property manager uh, at least rip out the dead bushes and all this. So it's just nothing but dirt out there. Now, of course, the positive of this is that if there's another heat wave, we're not affected by it. The negative is that it's just not as attractive as it was when I moved in. Well, now that we're getting these rains and everything's all cooler, you know, this would have been really nice for the lawn to help recover. But because I purposely let the dang thing die, this is what I'm dealing with. So now I'm really excited and motivated to get the heck out of here. Speaking of, I've got ai put a light Uh, lit a fire under the service manager down at this place where I bought the car because they have a 30 day warranty after I bought it day after I got a check engine light. So I wanted to get that checked. I ran the codes myself. One of them is about the hybrid battery. One of them is about the HVAC system, which is the heating and cooling. The HVAC controllers look like they work fine, but it's still through the code. I'm not sure why I did a 12 volt charge which I usually do if I'm going to park it for a while. Like if I know I'm not going to drive for a couple of days, I'll just plug it up. So I did that. And then all of a sudden the check engine light went away. But meanwhile, the one about the hybrid battery is a little concerning because it talked about one of the cells, the hybrid battery, if you didn't know is going to be arguably the second most expensive replacement on the car. I don't mind doing it because if it's degraded, I probably would want to replace it anyway, but I want to confirm I need to versus like a simple sensor or a fuse or something stupid. So I wanted them to get me in because it's only 30 days. This joker, he's like, okay, bring it in. Let's do a scan. And he's like, well, if we need to fix something, we we'll get you in on the two weeks out, deep, deep, deep. And I'm like, screw you. No, I just bought the dang thing. And if I go in two weeks, that's two weeks blown out. When No, I got 30 days on the warranty. You just sold me the dang car. You need to tell grandma who needs her oil change. She's got to wait an extra day and slot mine in because mine's more urgent because I just bought it and it's a check engine light that this dude who sound I, I'm not going to make a judgment based on his voice but based on his voice he's the kind of person I would slap. I'll leave it at that. So, I'm, I hung up on him twice cuz he was pissing me off and I escalated it through BBB to the executive office. I said, Screw that, it's not going to work. I get a call today, uh, just about an hour ago, district man or the excuse me, the service manager Says, uh, and it's it sounds like a dude, but apparently it's a female. Okay, so says, let me get it in. Let me scan it. And then if we need to do parts, we'll figure it out. But I got 40 cars backed up. 40 cars is not my problem. The bottom line is, this should have been caught before they sold me the car. It wasn't. So I think I deserve priority attention because somewhere someone screwed the pooch, bottom line. I told her what the codes were and the fact that I don't know. And then the check engine light disappeared. I don't know. I don't know if it's fine or it's not fine. I know the battery is not where it should be, but that's not that's not covered under a repair. It's just where. It's normal. The car is close to 10 years, like nine years old. So I'm not, I'm not worried necessarily about the battery life, but I want to make sure there's no issues with the battery. If the battery is defective, like straight, you know, blows up, risk of blowing up or something, right? I don't want to drive a day and a half and have something happen. So I want to get a certainty of what the heck are we dealing with. And then it may simply be that I need to give them the dang car back and get a different one. I don't mind doing that. It's just, they're going to have to have another car that meets my needs. And I don't think they do. So that's where I'm at. So tomorrow I got to take that in, get it figured out. Meanwhile, with the other car, the car I don't want, I've had it sitting out front, haven't driven it. I'm going to need to plug it into the 12 volt here soon. And I'll do that when I take this guy in to get him checked. (sighs) That one, I need to get registered. They were supposed to call me today. Nobody called me, so I'm really not happy about this. So I've got to get down there and see what we need to do to get that thing registered because the registration is the only thing remaining until I can sell him. But with what's happening with the other car, now i got to think about whether I just keep the other car as my backup. Of course, (laughs) my garage is halfway full of junk because I'm trying to get moved out of here, and I'm using it for storage for trash things, you know, recycles and all that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, I have to work my Endeavor things in the middle of this. And I just noticed that apparently we're getting on verge of another winter storm. And it's scheduled to last throughout March and possibly into April. This bothers me. It bothers me a lot because it seems like the weather is not playing nice. Because we didn't have this chaos last year when it would have been convenient. So now I look at the map and the route that I'm taking, and it's not that bad. I would hit some rain. And then I would curve upward and I would pretty much navigate through pretty sa- stable weather. Then in the new place that I'm going, it's got a little bit more rain. I know they've got some light dusting snow. I'm cool with that. But normally I get snow tires. There's They're all seasons, but they're designed for snow specifically. They're really high level, high quality tires I usually get on every new car. And I haven't bought those yet because I've been dealing with this chaos of the check engine light. So now that's outstanding trying to figure that out separately then i'm stacking more money again because i'd like to get to the point where i can buy something my first endeavor is working to increase the money that i make and it looks like it's going to be a pretty good amount of money so if i can get that and it doubles how much i make well you know that's going to be a huge win for me so that's on the books and so i got to keep them happy and that's not hard but i gotta keep them happy Manage that steady state. Plus, I got the other endeavor that I'm still working on off the side. That one's ramping up. It's starting to be a little bit more work. So I, just to put all this in one bucket, I have a lot going on, folks. It's And the thing is, I don't mind having a lot going on, except when there's incompetence getting in my way. I don't mind having a lot to do. I mind when I have to chase things down, when I have to babysit companies, when I have to fight. I don't like doing that. I am a fighter, not a lover, but I don't like having to do it when it's, you know, playing with my money is like playing with my emotions, right? So if I'm dealing with some company that's just incompetent and I got to chase them down or they try to send a text message and I don't get texts, which all these things, right? So I get frustrated because I'm having to chase these things down. That's my biggest issue. That's what I struggle with. And I'm curious if anybody else really cares and maybe they don't because I don't hear the same level of complaint from very many people, but I know they've got to be struggling with some of this garbage. Like I don't, you know, I don't have kids, so I don't have to deal with the whole school thing and, you know, shopping for them, clothes and all that. So I don't have to deal with that. I can only imagine what level of insanity it would take for me to have to deal with that plus my own stuff that I'm dealing with. So I'm at least fortunate in that regard, but I don't like having to deal with chaos, especially when there are factors outside of my control, like weather, that I also have to contend with and plan around and maps and hotels and all these things I haven't even started yet. Cause I'm dealing with this nonsense of just getting the freaking cars to a good spot here. Now here's where it circles up though. If, and when I can get to the new place, the place that I and I had to pay rent again, but the place I've got, it's not the greatest place. It's like a third, the size of where I'm at. So that's going to play in a little bit in terms of comfort space to move around but I also wanted to have extra space available for certain people I keep in touch with where, you know, maybe if they need a place to stay temporarily, I want to have that extra room. I'm going to lose that. Here I have that. Here I have two extra bedrooms. I'm not going to have that in the new place. So I had to consider that and play that in a factor. In the new place, I'm not even going to really have a dining room per se. It's just a kitchen and then a bar with, uh, uh, you know, one of those islands for stools. There's no dining room. <laughs> Literally, I'm not going to have very much room to do the things I want to do to potentially be available to help somebody out. Now, I got to plan around if somebody were to call them what would I do to try to help them out? I can always put them up in a hotel and just kind of cover the bill, but that's kind of impersonal. But I'm going to have to consider that, too, because what happened with my brother now gets me thinking, well, I want to make sure that I have that outlet for somebody that may want that help and may just need to get by temporarily. I don't want them to be put out. But I'm not going to, I'm downsizing myself, not by choice, simply because they're the only place that's willing to skip the almost cussed nonsense involved in getting the place. It's all about cash. Let's make it go away. So I, I summarize that by saying it this time, I'm not really ranting as much as I did before. I'm really sharing the story that there's a lot going on in the, chasing incompetent vendors and chasing competent providers and the weather situation. And again, I don't have kids, but I can only imagine those that do and what they're having to deal with, with the, you know, keeping their kids, getting them what they need, getting them to school, keeping them fed, getting them clothes, everything that that deal, keeping them safe online, right? Everything that that involves plus your own, business stuff, plus taxes. I haven't even touched my tax filing. Like I can only imagine what somebody's really dealing with right now that has way more than I do is my point. That's the summary. It's not not to rant. It's to summarize. I can only imagine what people are going through because I can feel it. And I'm just dealing with moderate, simple things. And they're just, they turn into nightmarish things. And it seems like I'm never done. There was a time when I had no worries whatsoever and didn't have to think about this stuff. And now it seems like every time I turn around, there's something new that I got to be concerned or focused on, that's a distraction. I'll commit to you, I guess, that it won't be a distraction for me in the podcast, and I will continue to do the podcast for as long as I have listeners. That I can at least commit to. And I think you've seen, I'm pretty good on the schedule where I'm not affected, because the audio is easy to record. I can record that on my phone if I really wanted to, thanks to Anchor. But it's just the the publishing, the preparation, getting it uploaded, getting cover art and all these things do require a computer. And I've worked to make sure I always have those tools to do it. Even if I am shacked up in a hotel, like say, when I get on the road, that I'll still be able to deliver the content to you guys. So although you hear me talking about this stuff, understand that at least as far as I can foresee, it doesn't affect my ability to record the podcast. But what it does do is it causes me to think, geez, other people must be, have, must be absolutely at wit's end trying to deal with all the stuff they got to deal with and the incompetence that's out there trying to get stuff done. Now, I am one of those where I am anti-debit card and I don't do auto-pay bills and I don't do text messages on stuff and I don't believe in excessive technology. It should be a simple transaction. If I got cash, let me pay it and make it go away. So there are some differences in my style a little bit. But just the basis of getting something scheduled and being told that they're booked three weeks out, like the DMV is booked three months out out here, just that, just that alone to where you're pretty much forced to go to like a dealer and have them do it on your behalf. Simple things like that where it's a critical service, you're required to do it, but they don't have resources to be able to serve you. Frustrations like that, I can only imagine if I were a multi-car family, I'm talking like three or four cars. I can only imagine the level of silliness dealing with this and then smog checks, right? California, Nevada silliness. I can only imagine and I empathize that and I empathize those that because of the weather situation are not able to get stuff done and that's further delay and further nonsense. So I empathize those out there that are dealing with the garbage that (laughs) even that I'm at a fraction of a sense dealing with, I, I empathize with you. I don't have any kind words unfortunately to say to make it any better just know that at least somebody recognizes it's not nearly as what the media might make it seem there's a lot more to this and we have to figure out together as a society how do we improve this and i still blame technology i blame the push of technology in front of humans where humans are no longer thinking for themselves making stuff harder and as a result Things like weather patterns and weather situations, I don't know if you noticed, but out in California at least, now they're just completely, they can't function. They can't even think straight because it's so unusual to get that much snow because they've been coddled. They've been coddled by the technology. They've been coddled by the times, and they don't know how to handle that level of adversity. Meanwhile, for me, I've because I grew up in Southern California where we didn't get snow, but I can drive in snow. I don't mind it. I can drive in fog. I can drive in rain. It's not a big deal, but it does require that you focus and pay attention and you don't take your eyes off the prize and you are at least cautious in your approach. And some of these people, because they're urgently, because they're so frustrated, because stuff's not getting done, they don't know how to stop and, and breathe, breathe, stretch, shake, let it go like Mace. Because all the stuff is around that I'm describing where things are just not getting done right. And so that it creates this urgency on them, like getting to work. Right? There's an urgency for you to get to work. You gotta be there by eight o'clock, or your boss is gonna yell at you. Okay, that's another factor. Now I don't necessarily have to be there anytime. I can be there whenever I choose to, but that's me. Others don't have that luxury. I wish everybody did, because I think we'd be a better society. But in summary, though, because I feel everything is not getting better, it's getting worse. And I know why. Technology. Technology has put us in a position where we're not ready for things and people in these businesses aren't as efficient as they should be because they're not humans forced to be, have quality. They're expecting the computer to help them and guide them and instruct them. And they can't, they can't think for themselves. I, I barely can get people who can count change correctly. And of course that's me because I use cash and I don't do the debit cards because I don't want my card breached. If it sounds like I'm a nutcase, it's okay if you feel that way. Hopefully what you do take away from what I'm describing is simply the frustrations that I'm describing are not normal, but we've made them normal. They shouldn't be normal, but we've made them normal. We've made them the norm. And there are many people out there dealing with way worse than I am. And I can resonate with those people and I empathize with what they must be going through for those that again, have children, or let's say somebody that's invalid or somebody that they have to care for. That adds to it, it adds to the layers and I can only envision the level of stress that certain people must have with much more than what I have to deal with. All I can say, for what it's worth, I don't feel like it's getting any better at all, but at least try to train yourself to simply manage it in a flow, knowing that it's just kind of non ongoing, it's, it's ongoing, it's nonstop. But try to manage it in a flow, try to let it not steamroll you. Try to maintain control of what you can control and focus on that, not what you can't control. Because if you focus too much on what you can't control, it's just going to affect you in a way that I would not want to hear about of you. I would not want you to take a drastic action because of things that you feel burdened by. I had a friend and he basically said, you know, he didn't want to try anymore. He didn't want to do much anymore. And I never like to hear that from anybody because I know what it, feels like to be close to that mentality, but I don't think it's healthy. I think we should be able to beat what's in front of us. I think we should be able to stomp on what is trying to step on us. I think we should be able to take control and push forward. And it's hard. It's hard for everybody. It's not just you. It might feel like it's just you, but trust me, it's not just you. Everybody's dealing with it, even celebrities. There are celebrities complaining about the inflation and things It's not just you. It may feel like it, it's not, and I want to assure. From my perspective, despite how much money I make, I feel it too, and I empathize with you. If you're feeling like you're at that situation, try not to let it affect you and try not to let it overcome you or overwhelm you. Because remember, you're always in control of that which you're in control of, and you know what you're in control of. You can try to take control of other things. Sometimes you just cannot, and maybe you make a decision to go the other way. But Always remember, you're in control of what you're in control of. Focus on that. Keep it in check and try to minimize all the external garbage that's out there. Maybe you do drop cable, let's say. Maybe you do stay off the internet, let's say. Maybe you do stop eating out, let's say. Maybe you do work out a little bit more, let's say. Maybe you do consider walks at the park every now and then, let's say. Do something to disrupt yourself. Distract yourself and do something different and see how you feel without having to focus on the nonsense that it tempts you to always keep focusing on it may just be holding you back. Something to think about. You are free to ignore me. I welcome you to ignore me if you don't agree with what I just said. But I challenge you to try just once. Try just once to do something completely different and see how much better you feel around it as opposed to focusing on things which you cannot control. That's all we've got here today on Casual Talk Radio, Gentleman's World. Hopefully it's been informational, educational, and helpful for you. We upload every Monday and Wednesday, so we'll be back for our next episode. Whether you're a subscriber or not, we appreciate you for dialing in today. We know you've got choices. We will be turning back on our guest cadence. We are doing the screening process that's coming very soon. Keep up to date with what we're doing at CasualTalkRadio.net. You can also subscribe at the bottom to get alerts whenever there's a new episode posted, or you can add it to your platform of choice. For now, take care and I will see you on our next upload.